Hi, you tuned in with Alexis with Matters of the Heart, where we talk about money matters, financial literacy, and talk about motivational experiences and encourage one another to live our best lives cleared from negative and past experiences with the biblical approach. You're one affirmation away from greatness. Sundays and Fridays from 9 to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You're tuned in to Matters of the Heart with Alexis. So get your tea, your pens, your paper, and let's get to work to change our mindset. Talk to you soon. Want content on how to be a future billionaires? Get your magazine right now. Junior Billionaires that can be found on MadCloud as well as Amazon. Yes, expose your kids to generational wealth concepts where they can leave a legacy for the next. Get your magazine now, Junior Billionaires Magazine, featuring highlighted junior billionaires of today. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Matters of the Heart. I got a treat. Like I told you, I have Miss Frances Dupree in the building. We're going to talk about relationships. I've been waiting on this for an episode just geared to this. We kind of dabbled in it with Matters of the Heart, but we have an author in the building who's going to be able to allow us with this book to strategize and to think outside the box and to examine our relationships. Relationships can be tricky. You know, everything is not always what it seems to be. I'm excited to dive into this book. She's going to tell us about why it's important to be equally yoked with the right person when it comes to marriage. She's going to dive a little bit into the book. I think you guys should definitely go out and get this book. It's going to be a great read for you to use as a rubric to be able to examine your relationships and to know is this the right person that I should be with if it's not the right person am I doing everything I should in this relationship am I the problem so when you get this book you'll be able to do that and she's gonna go into a little details a little snippet because we want you guys to go out and purchase that book but we're gonna dive right into relationships uh, her as an author what made her create this book so without further ado Hi, Francis. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Welcome to Matters of the Heart. I'm glad you're here. And so, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, my name is Francis Dupree. Um, I am a 32-year-old wife and mother. I have been married this second time, almost a year, September 10th. It'll be a year. Um, I'm a mother to eight sons and one daughter. I'm a criminal justice student. I'm almost finished with my bachelor's degree. The next step is law school. My ultimate goal is to be a criminal defense attorney and um, help with uh, criminal justice reform. That's my goal. I'm currently working on a partnership with Mental Health, my platform right now. Um, deals with a lot of mental health and depression and suicide and different things like that. So that's something else that I'm working on. Awesome. Um, and also, I'm an author of Marrying Outside of God's Will. Awesome, awesome. Yes, I definitely like to have authors on that do more than just, you know, 
author, of course, that's the obvious reading a book. And so your platform expands beyond just this book, which is ministry. So tell us a little about um, any other ministry that you're involved in. Besides this book itself, this project of this book is a ministry in itself. But let my audience know about any other ministries that you work with or you uh, founded. So I am the CEO of God's Wills Ministries. I am a motivational speaker. I just transferred all my videos from Facebook to YouTube. So I have a YouTube page and I have Transparent Tuesday. Every Tuesday I discuss a different, what I like to call behind the scenes battles. Um, You know, topics that people don't usually like to talk about or to admit that they're dealing with. I did a segment on being, you know, failing as a parent. I did a segment on domestic violence. I did a segment on suicide. This coming Tuesday, I will have my son on there, and we're going to talk about the -the behind-the-scenes battles of how separation of parents impacted him, how the divorce between me and his father impacted him. And then the following Tuesday, I'm going to have another one of my sons on, and they're going to discuss how it affects an absentee father. So every Tuesday, I discuss a different topic in the hopes of letting someone know that they're not the only one, that they should not feel ashamed. And no matter what, God hears them and he's there for them. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, I definitely would like to, you know, invite you back on the uh, platform and kind of talk about that, about absentee fathers. I think matters of the heart, we need that because we talk about battling mental issues and things that we talk every day that we deal with blocking out that can affect us moving forward in our life from past experiences and wounds and why it's very important to talk about those things you can't conquer what you can't confront. If you can't confront it and talk about it, lay it out there, get it out there with someone. Cause in our, in our community it's taboo to talk about certain things. And so I right. applaud you for that platform. And uh, so some of the things that we're trying to strive for here, because we want nothing to hold us back, to walk into our full potential of what the most High has for us and being well-rounded in a whole heart, a whole person. Um, And so my next question is, have you always wanted to be a a writer? And what inspired you to write this book? So to be completely honest with you, becoming an author was not a part of my plan for my life. That was nothing but a God-given assignment. Um, I, it was in my spirit, um, November of 2018, to write a book. And I kept saying that I was going to write a book called Marrying Outside of God's Will. I don't know why, except for it was in my spirit, and I just kept saying it. And then um, I started writing the book after my divorce, but I was so angry and so hurt and so bitter, I was making my ex-husband out to be a monster, which he's not. So Mm -hmm. I threw that version away. And then I tried to write it again, but I was angry because of the way he was treating the children, or should I say not treating them. So I threw that version away, too. And then once I remarried and after I had my daughter and I was being loved the right way, my life was happy. I was able to sit down and write objectively, but I wasn't like really writing every once in a while. You know, when I got a chance to where I thought about it, I would jot some things down. And then I got on the prayer line and this prophet, mind you, only three people knew I was writing this book. And this prophet that was not connected to any of us, didn't know us or anything. And he said, you need to stop starting and stopping writing that book. God said there's souls waiting for it. 
You need to finish writing the book. You need to put everything in there. Don't be ashamed of people judging you. And he told me exactly how the book was going to look. And, you know, of course, God made a promise behind it. And after that, it was like, okay, this is a God-given assignment. So I have to write this book. And that's how Marrying Outside of God's Will got started. Awesome. That's awesome. And so tell me a little bit more about that title, because that title is, is key. You know, sometimes we think that the most high, you know, as women, we, because of a certain age, we get to a certain age or the glorification of marriage and the idea of being with someone, we think like, oh, I have to get married. This is it. Not to say that the most high's plan is not for that. He said to be fruitful and multiply. These are the promises that he gave you. He wants you, but he also told you that marriage is not for um, everyone. It's a calling. Believe it or not, marriage is a calling. A lot of times we don't look at it like that. We just look at it as, oh, I want the romance glorification um, of it or not equipped with the right tools to be able to properly handle what marriage is according to the eyes of the Most High. And so I find it very intriguing, the title of the book. So could you tell us what is the significance of the title? So, the title, Marrying Outside of God's Will, when I got married the first time, I prayed, and God told me not to marry my ex-husband, and I was disobedient, and I married him because of the title. I felt like because of everything that I went through in that relationship, I deserved to be a wife. I deserved to be a wife. Well, I did deserve that title, and I did deserve to be a wife. But I did not deserve to be his wife. And by me mm. being disobedient, the four years that we were married, um, it left room for the enemy to attack in so many different ways because I was disobedient. And I take full responsibility for that because at the time, my walk with Christ was a little bit further along than his. And this is a conversation that was between me and God. So I feel like because of my disobedience, I opened up our whole family to attacks from the enemy. Wow, that you said a lot, and that's key because marriage is a covenant. It, it's a binding contract, people. And so you don't enter any, any contract. You don't enter those things lightly. And that's why the most I instructed you, like, hey, no, you know, he'll tell us. And there, even that small um, voice, the Holy Spirit guiding us, it says that the Holy Spirit comes in and lead us and guide us in all truth and may say, no, this is how you should be treated as a, a woman of God, because you should be able to see Christ in your husband. He should be Christ-like. He shouldn't, um, the things that he do for himself, he should do for you. Even when you in that courtship. And if you don't see that as a protector or innovator, you know, I'm not saying you not to bring as women, we should not bring what we need to bring to the table. But it's hard, you know, like if you, you can't follow someone that doesn't know how to lead. And so in a relationship, it may be things that you both need to work on before stepping into that step. Some men um, have to because we've lost that parenthood, that being able to see that example of what good marriages is. Because in a lot of homes, we don't see that relationship or that dynamic because it was stripped from us from all different kind of um, situations and things happening socially and constructively that we could not handle that's out of our control with some of the families being turned uh torn apart and so by not seeing that example you know we're left to 
what society says and leaving the biblical principles of it and a lot of times churches don't really teach on that they don't teach the proper way of courtship and dating and what that should look like waiting for um so you can receive the blessings and you have to align yourself up with the right person because if you like you said if you don't it can be devastating and we don't look at the future seed which is our inheritance how that affects them a lot of times we you know not thinking um because of what society um says and it's key to be in the perfect will of the most high now i'm not saying beat yourself up like get yourself together if you're in that place get yourself together get your walk back right with the most high and align yourself up but it's very key for all the single ladies out there, single young men, don't let taboo of like, oh, I got to, you know, in our community, knock them down before I get married. How do I know? I got to experience. You're not a man if you don't do that. Well, yes, you are because you're not going to have that baggage, that past experiences. You're going to enjoy everything with your spouse. Y'all are actually going to be one. It's easier to be one when you don't come with baggage. It's easy for y'all to be a team and say, hey, we're in the same boat. We're two individuals that never been with somebody that are becoming one and going to build together. When you have that same mentality and mindset, it's easier than with a lot of baggage or things like that. But if it's ordained by the Most High, He's sovereign. He can forgive us. He can make things that are old, new. Behold, I make all things new. Um, So... When you align yourself with the right person, and it's key to make sure you hear the voice of the Most High when He told, um, tell you. Uh, what were some of the pitfalls that you found yourself um, in, if you don't mind discussing and not giving away the book? But like you said, that covering, because when you marry the right person, He'll be able to cover you in prayer, and vice versa, that your prayer would be able to cover um them and like you said hey it's hard because it's like heaven shut up when you're not following um the instructions that was given by the most high so so could you elaborate a little bit about some of the pitfalls in your relationship that kind of happened or what signs for you like oh okay this is a reminder like yes this is definitely not for me that the most I had to remind you, because you know, sometimes we can be clean selling and think, hey, it's not that bad, you know, like, hey, everything's going, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, now I done stuck his head up, here's, here's this monster right here, and I, I should have known, like you said, you didn't, I, I commend you that you didn't blame anybody, you like, no, I have to be accountable for the things that the most I said for me. Okay, so um, when we got married, like I said, it was a more of a title thing, and neither one of us knew exactly what it meant or the responsibilities for a wife or for a husband. So we moved from where we lived to the high desert from San Bernardino, and um, my church from San Bernardino had a branch off church in the high desert. And we started going to church there, but then they started having marriage classes. So we started getting taught the responsibilities of a husband, the responsibilities of a wife. Well, my husband at the time would pick certain things that would benefit him. Like mm-hmm. how it says that a woman is, submits, is supposed to submit to his wife, but he wouldn't leave out the part as, as the husband follows Christ, 
the woman is supposed to submit to him. So he would just, oh, you're my wife. You're supposed to submit. You're supposed to submit. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to submit, but you're supposed to follow Christ first. So mm. it was just little things that the enemy would use him and pick at him. Like, you know, he, he had a drinking problem. So he would drink and he would get angry. And then, of course, he would throw things in my face about Christ or, oh, why don't you go cry to your God or, you know, just different little things. And I feel like because I was disobedient, if I wasn't disobedient, there's no way that I would, the enemy would be able to use him to attack me. Because mm. still this day, mm-hmm. I do not believe that my ex-husband is a bad person. I just think that there's a lot of spirits that he has on his back. And, you know, when you involve drinking, of course, that makes the situation worse. Right. And that's another good topic that you point, valid point that you brought up because... In covenant, yes, it's a spiritual thing. Everything's done, you know, in the spiritual realm and as it is in heaven, so let it be on earth. So everything is done there first. And so, like you said, that that covenant, and it's a spiritual thing. And you're right. If it's something not lined up, it's going to be something that's where you're getting attacked. And right. so um, what is some advice that you would have for young ladies on their journey of purification because i know for me i'm waiting for that special person even at my age i want to encourage young ladies that you know don't think it's a taboo situation or that you won't find somebody that respect that and honor that because they will just keep doing the will of the most high so what uh, are some advice that you would give some young ladies who you know are in a courtship relationship they're seeking the most high's will like you sought the most high will and he gave you an answer what would you give, um, what advice would you give them or key things to pray and fast on so they can get a sound answer? I would say, um, continue to stay pure. There's no rush, you know, sex isn't what people assume Mm -hmm. or they think that it is. Um, of course it's something that, you know, everyone wants to experience, but you don't want that to be a bad experience or for something that you regret. You want that to be, you know, for it to be in the right way and in the will. And something that people forget to understand is, is that like, okay, I'm married now, but I'm inside of God's will. Everything that I prayed for and all of the things that I wanted from my first marriage, I'm getting now. Come on. You know, God says to delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Yes. I come have on. the desires of my heart because I delighted myself in the Lord. So as long as you're handling God's work, he's going to take care of yours. As long as you're seeking him and you're praying, he knows the desires of your heart. He formed you. So he knows better than you do what you want and what you need. The thing is, is that, you know, the enemy knows what we want. So they dress it up and they make it look very, very pretty. Mm -hmm. But the enemy doesn't know what we need. So we may look at a person and they're fine as wine and we're like, oh, we want them. And, you know, they may not be in Christ like I am, but I'll bend the rules and I'll compromise and I'll be unequally yoked. And then once you're married, it's all of these attacks from the enemy. The enemy could use you. The enemy could use the other person. Because even though we're in Christ and we're saved, that does not stop the enemy from, you know, trying to use us because we're not in God's will. Right. So staying focused on Christ, um, standing your ground, waiting. Because when you wait on the Lord <laughs> to send the person key. that you need, 
he's going to send the perfect person and that's going to cover your wants and your needs. Exactly. And God knows better than we do. We think we know what we need and what we want, but automatically Christ knows. So when he gives it to you, it's like, wow. Like my husband now, I still sit back and even though some things I don't like, I'm like, dang, he's everything that I need. He's my covering. He's my protector. He's my provider. He's everything that I need. And I may not agree with it because it's an adjustment from one marriage to the next. But I know that I'm inside of God's will and he's what I need as my husband. Right. And some people don't understand when you're married and you're a man, there's a responsibility. You're Ooh. the covering. You're in charge of the whole household. So right. whatever goes wrong, God holds you accountable for that. The way you treat your wife or you don't treat your wife, God holds you accountable for that. Yep. Some women don't understand God made us to be the helpmate. We're mm-hmm. not supposed to be running the household and telling our husbands, you know, what are you gonna do? Things. Right. You gotta. You gotta. Every, it's the most. I like people like to say. Even sometimes I like to. People say, "Oh, it should be 50 50. No, it's not really that. The most is not. He's biased, and it's for a reason. Everybody has right. to play their role in their position. And a lot of times, people don't want that. We take on what the world says, but we're in the Bible that it said fifty fifty. He said this person shall rule over you, you know. But there's rules and conditions with that. Just like when you move and operate, there's rules and conditions on how you should be treated and how you should treat him, and vice versa. And you made a good point because I kind of did my show tonight. Uh, my previous episode, I talked about. Um, letting go of the old so you can receive the new. And sometimes you got to let people, most I may show you someone that may be for you. And y'all may be bumping heads all of a sudden. It may be clear selling. You're like, Father, I know I heard you right. Why are we arguing when we're together? We don't. When we're separate, why is this? Well, there may be something that you may need to work on that the Most High want to reveal to you to work on. And it may be things that he needs to work on. So y'all might need to step back, pray for each other. And if it's meant to be and it's lined up in the will, because nothing can tear up what's meant for you. Because he said, what I put together, let no man asunder. It's not going to, it's going to happen and it's going to line up in divine timing. And sometimes I know ladies, we like, oh, I've been waiting, Father, when's this person? And you showed me this person, but they may not be all the way there. And not to say that they don't love you, honor you, and respect you of what they said. It just may not be the timing for that. And we have to respect that, step back, keep working on us. And like you said, lining ourselves up with the will of the most high. And it may be a good thing. It may not be the person for you. It may be that the person may not be for you. That the most high say, no, I got better for you. No, you don't have to settle for that. And, you know, sometimes we allow past hurts and wounds for us not to go fully into we sabotage sometimes we have a sabotaging spirit where we we're hands are closed like nope this person's gonna be just like this person nope i'm gonna have to deal with argument or they're gonna cheat in this and that person is not even like that they come to make you whole to be a refreshing to be that pillow of rest or to be that that person that's standing in the gap that is your your covering and your leader and so we need to be able to recognize that but love does not tear down it does not take account of what's wrong you should be so much in agape love when you love someone that when they do something it just automatically you forgive them um because you see christ in them i'm not saying overlook something that it could be abusive situation but And we can't get tired of loving. And so you got to ask yourself, am I made out for this? Sometimes we can say we want marriage, but we're really not cut out for it. Because it is a commitment 
And even Yeshua told you in his word that marriage is not for everyone. It's not. You have to examine. No one goes into a covenant or take on a business if they haven't discovered what's the outcome going to be, the end goal, the results. Is it going to give me profits? Is it going to give me losses? You and Am I ready for that? You may examine it, but you may not be ready for all the blessings that come with that or the challenges that may come with that. Can you handle that mentally? Are you prepared? Have you erased the, the past in your life and turned those um, mental blocks down where you can literally look at a person as that person and what comes with them and not compare? Because sometimes in relationships we compare and we shouldn't do that. We should come at a new mindset, a new frame. Because you got to let go of the old to receive the new. Um, So, man, that's awesome. I, you know, y'all got to get this book. Because she gave some tidbits. I know I am definitely going to purchase this tonight. So, you guys definitely got to get this book. I'm excited that the most High laid that on your heart. For a lot of women, we don't know. And that your transparency will be a blessing and a help to a lot of women who are in discovery, wanting to seek the most high will for their lives or their future or in a relationship that they need to put a halt on and really hearken to the voice or to pick themselves up and know it's okay. You know, it's okay to start again, letting go of the old to get to the new and be um, divine lined up with the most high's um, will. So my next question is, um, what is the most surprising thing you discovered while writing your book? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Yes, so my next question is, what is the most surprising thing you discovered while writing your book? That everything that I went through was necessary. That there's no reason to be ashamed for any of the mistakes or anything that I went through. That it was all necessary so that I could come back and tell somebody else and help somebody else. Right. That's oh, that's awesome. Yep. Because everything we go through is a, a stepping stone and a testimony and we overcome by the power of our testimony and it helps set the captives free. So thank you for going through, you know, um, so it could help us our young ladies like myself and other young ladies and even men that are listening. I don't want to leave them out because sometimes we think it's just always one sided with women. Men go through issues too and go through relationships that they shouldn't be in and are upstanding um, men of God. Um, so my next question is, what do you hope your readers to take away from this book? I hope my readers take away from this book of knowing that no matter what you've gone through, no matter the mistakes that you've made, that God can still use you. Because the way that I wrote the book, my mistakes are in there. My ex-husband's mistakes are in there. Our journey is in there. And God is, I'm living proof that God can still use you no matter what. If you don't have a test, there's no testimony. If you don't have you know, mistakes that you've made, how can God come in and show his hand in your life? So that's what I hope that people get and that they also know that they're not the only ones. They're not alone. Awesome. Awesome. Um, where can, so tell my audience, where can we purchase this great book? Where can readers purchase your book and find out what you're up to next as far as ministry or, um, where you are maybe doing a book club with this book, tell my audience where they can find this great book. 
So, Marrying Outside of God's Will is on Amazon, it's on the Walmart website, it's on Barnes & Noble's website, and it's on IndieBound. If you have an Apple Apple product or a Google, you can get it from Apple Books or the Google Books. Um, I have a website. It's God. It's www.godsgods-will, W-I-L-L, dash ministries, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S, dot com. On my website, I have a tab that says events, and I update it with everything that I have going on. As I stated before, I have a YouTube channel. So if you want to hear any of my speaking, any topics that you feel may benefit you, it's Francis Dupree. My Facebook page is Francis Dupree, and I have the um, recordings on both YouTube and my Facebook page. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, you got it here first on Matters of the Heart. I will have this information on my Facebook page where you guys can know where to purchase her books. Guys, you definitely got to get this book. It enlightened me. It helped encourage me, and I hope you guys are encouraged. Remember, you're one affirmation away from greatness. Until next time, you listen to your girl Lexi with Matters of the Heart. Hey guys, you tuned in with Lexi with Matters of the Heart. Have any of you wanted to get your message out there to the public? Or have a nonprofit organization and you want to share your mission? Well, sign up with my podcast course where we teach you how to set up your own podcast and be able to get your voice out to the masses. Sign up today if you're interested. Give me a call at 214-994-9452 or message me at Matters of the Heart on Facebook.